Welcome to Get in the Ring with DJD Coops and Beast Mike on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I said it's been a while since I said yes it is it's time to get in the ring with DJ D. Cook and my co-host Beats <laughs> yes it's I've a... had Stephen Flyler on the show I've had people other people on the show but I haven't had Beast Mike on the show because well coronavirus <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it's, I, haven't it's been, I haven't been really inspired to do a show because empty arena wrestling sucks. <laughs> empty arena wrestling has not been good. Uh, it, it has not been. It's obviously the energy and and the attention has been missing. It, it's just been missing. Like we, we, we've missed crowds. And we've missed crowds for signature things like obviously WrestleMania, like Double or Nothing. Okay, had wrestlers, but uh, in the stands, but it wasn't the same as a full arena. Um, Becky Lynch's pregnancy, uh, we, it's uh, it would have the crowd would have been outstanding for that. Uh, even the, even the like some of the cinematography stuff that they've done, uh, the, the, both companies have done over the last few weeks uh, would have been better with the crowds. So we've missed so much. Um, not having an audience in buildings, and at least WWE is is trying to put. Uh, they've had they've gone the AEW route and put uh some of their wrestlers and talent and personnel in the buildings for um just for some noise. So at yeah. least there's at least there's that. So it's a little bit better, but it's it's still not the same. Still not the same, but at least they learned a lesson from the yes. AEW. Yes. Well, I like that. You know, I like this. Both companies are kind of learning from each other, see what works, and putting their own spin on it, and they're trying to get better because of competition. I like that. I, I'm I'm okay with that. It's going to be weird when New Japan comes back in, yeah. in the arena, which is going to be soon because Japan lifted their state of emergency, and that's when New Japan said they'll come. They're they're going to come back. That's a good sign. Um. You, and and oh my god, I, I'm just looking forward to that because and then Japan said anything under a thousand could be run okay. sort of starting in July. That's been a lot of the stuff that's a lot of the states stateside have been uh, kind of going around like oh like earlier today Texas said Crowds have been twenty five thousand at sporting events are fair game. So so if everything wanted to go to Texas, either company or any of the three companies could do it. Uh, and still have twenty five K or less. A lot of lot of uh, people are having uh, a lot of states are saying it's cool to have 
uh, like sporting events and things like that in the United States here. Like New York's giving the okay for so, some sports. Pennsylvania's giving the okay for some sports. Florida's pretty much been the, the first state to do it. They've been pretty fair game about it. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of things are starting to come back to normal. Yep. A lot, a lot of things are starting to come back to some normalcy. I thought, I thought Jersey was the most shocking one. Yeah, I didn't think Jersey would do this so soon. I don't think Jersey or New York would, would be so soon about trying to lifting some of that. After what events. happened in Pennsylvania earlier, earlier yeah. yesterday, um, with the set with the uh, House of Representatives, Ooh. Ooh. that rant. Was I watched fired. that video. Oh my god! That rant, <laughs> that state representative was fiery. He was. He did not hold back. Um, yes, yeah, so have it, it, It's it's national news now for those it's who have seen national news. Yeah, legit national news now, uh, because because he went off for like ten minutes and he he spazzed and he's he, he was in the right, he was absolutely right to do so. He was and absolutely right, yeah. And he's he's it's not it's it, it went hard in Japan. I watched it earlier this morning, like like wow, like it, it was it was scathing. It was absolutely yeah, I scathing. I shared that on my Facebook page, um, for any of you guys that that want to watch that, so. We're both from Pennsylvania, so yes. we're very much well aware of Pennsylvania that. But six, enough about politics, and yeah, no, yeah, no. Before we get to um to down the wrestling business, uh, we got to put out, we got to share some condolences, unfortunately, to some uh some people who have passed yes. away since we last been on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let me see, we got Chad Gaspard who passed away. Chad Gaspard, yep. Who say? Who you may remember him from Crime Time. I know. I do. I love them in the late two thousands. Uh, as with him and JTG, yeah. As a crew, they were they were funny together. They were a really funny tag team together. Street Profits, you could argue, are maybe like kind of reincarnated in a different light of it. I would say, but then, but yeah, Crime Time was was a really funny group, a really good group for for several years. And uh, he passed away. Shag passed away. He drowned. Uh, trying to save his son from drowning. So obviously, our condolences uh, to him. Uh, there's another. There's somebody that's near and dear that kind of helps this show. You know, you probably never knew it. Um, that it helps with a lot of ratings that D. Cooks likes to reference. Uh, you know, let's just talk. Uh, about Larry that. Zonka, yeah. And of the various wrestling communities um, here. Um. Larry Zonka was a 411 mania. Um, um, he passed away same day as Chad Gaspard. Mm. So it was such a double whammy. Yeah. yeah that, that news. Right. And then Larry. Um, um, so like was uh, I think how how did he pass? Like was it like a sudden passing for him? Or? Um, it was sort of like a um, it was sort of a uh, health issue, medical okay. issue. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he he was good people. Um, you never want to see anybody die young, of right? And it just sucks. And of yeah, case too. So, mm. and I would always use Sanka's reviews for the TV shows, mm-hmm. especially 
especially for the TV shows, because dude had work ethic uh, to the max. To the max. He watched everything. Yeah. (laughs) Dude watched everything. Yeah, he was. It's clear. He put a lot of effort and he put a lot of work into everything he did. And I thought that that's something to absolutely uh, take away from uh, Larry Zonka, who, yeah, like he, yeah, he was in the lab. He was in the lab constantly, just, just putting out putting out content and then doing really good work. And he, he obviously had his, his nose to the ground, his ear to the streets, if you will, in the world of wrestling. Like he knew what he knew his stuff. So that one hit hard. Yeah, and that, his reviews were more meat and potatoes reviews. Tells you what went on in the matches. And his opinion, which people respected. Mm-hmm. He didn't go after anybody. He didn't start reviews with. He didn't have this like, like shocking like sort of like style. He wasn't. He wasn't a hot take guy. He didn't sound like he was a hot. He wasn't a hot take guy. Right. He was just meat and potatoes. Told you what he liked. Told you what he didn't like. Kept it moving. And he supported other guys too. So supported guys like Voices of Wrestling. So Larry, rest easy, man. Yep. We love you. And then Hana Kimura. That was a stunner. Twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-two. Ah. That that one. I think that one may have. I mean, we can. I think we were kind of coming to grips with Shad's situation and kind of thinking like, uh, and okay, Zonka like, too. And Zonka's like, okay, we could see that coming. It's unfortunate, but uh, but yeah, we could see the he, he had his leg amputated like last year. Okay, like we could kind of see those coming, but this one, this one was Suicide. rough. This one was rough. Yeah, this this one was rough for everybody, and it had wrestlers from. Uh, it, it didn't matter what company, like all all forms of company, all forms of, uh, of wrestling life, and like it, it all came together to kind of stay. And, and absolutely, bullying is, is is not a good look. She was bullied online, unfortunately, and yeah, it, it got to the point where she took her own life. And what sucks is that she had she already did so much in in, the, in wrestling. She was at wrestle. It was at Wrestle Kingdom. It was at Wrestle the, Kingdom earlier this year. Right, sort of led to her demise because um, somebody from her she was on this reality show. Okay, and basically the incident that sort of led she slapped somebody because mm-hmm. somebody shrunk her ring attire that she was going to wear at Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, and she got death threats and stuff like that because she slapped the popular popular person from this reality show. So I'll start it because she took a stand. I see. Yeah. And yeah, so it, it got so many, it got re, it got remarks from, from all, so many people I saw, like Shayna Baszler had some remarks. I saw like, uh, some of her contemporaries that used to wrestle in Japan, like, like Asuka and Kairi Singh and uh, Io Shirai had some remarks. Uh, about her online, and it, it was it's word traveled fast. Shayna Baszler had to, I don't say Shayna, but like Renee Young or Sonya Deville, so many well, Charlotte. Charlotte came out with um with a message. So many people came out and, and showed love and support. Uh, and then Alexa Bliss got into a situation with yeah, Alexa, Alexa, yeah. 
Yeah, that was yeah, that was foul. What happened with Alexa? I saw that too, and, and uh, a lot of people came to her to her defense. Oh uh, wow, yeah, like like Nikki came to her defense, Nikki Cross, and, and so many other. Braun came to her defense. Like so many people, WWE, a big show. Like when she could be in a room with uh, with dude, uh, just have a, a physical word with him, I guess. But it, it's a yeah. So this it's been a lot of drama that's going on since obviously uh, we've been on these airwaves. So our condolences to those families affected. Uh, to not just coronavirus, but the, the three passings that we just mentioned, uh, and everyone, ch- and, and also the, the the passing obviously happened in, in uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, so I, I, everyone, uh, yeah. just everyone, just, everyone just chill out. Uh, and everyone not, just chill out about. with all the cop killings and all the uh, yeah. citizen killings too, yeah. please. Like it's, it's not worth it's not worth and the people who were um and George uh, George Floyd is obviously what I'm referring to. It's yeah. not worth destroying the target in Minneapolis. We're That's making worth, we're making we're making about. some real statements here tonight, people. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah. I think it, it has to be said. So uh, obviously, our condolences to George Floyd as well. He didn't deserve that. Uh, what happened to him? No, and it was no. it was it was really dumb what happened in in, in Minneapolis with the uh with the looting. All right, let's. Uh, I think we've uh, made enough. Statements. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we did. I think we did enough. Some wrestling. I think we did Double enough. Double or nothing. Yeah, let's let's, let's, uh, let's let's not be uh, serious. Let's not be serious for a few moments. Let's throw challenge and let's go, let's go to the double or nothing and let's get down to business here. It was good. It, this pay per view was good. This was a this was a good pay per view from from start to finish in Jacksonville. I, I I liked it. I was a fan of it. Yeah, it started off with the best friends defeating the private party. Yep, match that lasted 15 and change. This tag match determined number one contendership for Hangman and Kenny Omega's uh, AEW World Tag Team Championships. Um, I thought this la- this match was pretty good. Good opener, good way to set the tone. Right, right. I, I thought it was e- easy to pick the best friends as the winner. Yes. They've been pretty solid this year. They've, they've had a lot of good success. Uh, and they're yeah, the they only tag the team that's consistently there, so. Right. Right. I gave it three flat. Yeah, solid opener. Um, I don't think it, it didn't go too long. Just, just a good way to get the get the doors open. Yeah, it's just good solid opener. Now we get to the ladder match. Uh, with Darby Allen, Cole Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Joey Janela, Scorpio Sky, Kip Saban, uh, Jimmy, and obviously, so several people at ringside. And then um, the debut of Brian Cage, as Taz kind of did double duty as he was on commentary and also came down to the ringside area towards the very end of the match. But this latter match was, it was, had a lot of good spots. It was pretty wild. The winner of this match got an AEW World Championship. Is going to get an AEW World Championship match. Uh, Darby Allen's spot with the skateboard was was wild. We, we had several other crazy spots. Darby Allen is a madman, by the Gabe way. Gabe hasn't run the Observer yet. I don't even know what his rating is on it. Darby Allen was a straight is a straight up madman for for the stuff he, he's doing right now. Uh, I and Darby, I, I lo- love what you're doing. I love the whole skateboard thing. I uh, obviously love Tony Hawk coming back and doing video games, but but Darby, please don't kill yourself on, on these on some of these things that you're doing. That move off the ladder with the skateboard was just, wow. I thought this I thought this ladder match was a little disjointed at okay. times. 
Um, I thought there was just too much going on at some point. I thought there, when there were like 10 people in the ring at once, I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, just doing okay. I, I, I can see that. Like when Marco stunts in the ring, I'm like, come the fuck on, guys. <laughs> we're, we're fucking around way too much. Like, like, I, like I get it. Okay, Marco's going to help out his boys. I, I, I get that. He's going to help out Luchasaurus. But yeah, it, there, there was a lot that was like when we're right. getting Penelope Ford in there and yeah, done. It's like, and then, and then Brian Cage is selling for half the match. Mm-hmm. When you want him to look like dominant guy, it's like, yep. It's like I don't know. I they rectified that on Dynamite, but but I I want him shot out of the cannon here. For this pay per view, you think he should have. Uh, Cage to like an unstoppable killing machine. He just destroyed people. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, pretty much like he did at the end of the match when he when he yeah. tried to throw Darby Allen basically to Tampa Bay or something. He, yes, he tried to... yes. <laughs> which which is what I which is what I pitched to you afterward, uh, saying like, okay, how do you build Darby? Like, how do you build Brian Cage for all for all out? Like, I think it's simple. Right. You have him be an unstoppable killing machine. You have him lay waste to everybody in front of him until he challenges the AEW World Champion. And then, then, it's, then let's see what he has on on the main event stage. So that I think it's, it's simple to me. Darby doesn't lose anything by losing matches. No, no he doesn't. You he know, never... people don't lose anything in AEW by losing. People had this WWE brain rot going on. Like people lose stuff by losing all the time. Blah 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 blah. blah. And... I can think of one person who may, but that's later on in the show. I, but I, I get you. But I get, what you, I get what you're saying. Like, like a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't really lose uh, steam in AEW when they lose matches. I totally get it. Yes, uh, I, I, that part I, I totally get. I think I know where you're going with it. Um, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there to a, a little bit. Is it in the Stampede match? It is not. There's one person who's becoming a star, and it has, and he was in the Stampede match. We'll get to him later, uh, as, as well. Uh, let's see. So next because up, I, I sort of think, yeah. MJF beats Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy can lose all of his matches. I don't care. Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy's really good. Oh, oh man. Jungle Boy really did really kind of show out. Match. This yeah, was a really Boy, match. It really was. Jungle Boy really showed out. He really absolutely showed out his first solo stage, I would say, uh, at AEW. Since the Jericho match. His first one on a pay-per-view, uh, definitely. And, yeah, he really showed out. This this is good. MJF played their, his role really well, uh, I, I really, especially towards the end of that match. And I at thought, this stage in Jungle Boy's career, he can lose as many matches as it, he could possibly can until until he, he can be built up to win one mm-hmm. a major match. Mm-hmm. Um, he can win some like mid card matches, but to like w- guys like MJF and stuff like that, he can he can lose to like guys like MJF, Cody, stuff like that, Jericho, yeah. the, the established guys, the established guys. All he wants, it doesn't hurt him one bit as long as he looks competitive. Right, and he said he looked more than that a lot of points in this match. He, he, there are points where he looked like he should have won, and. Ultimately, MJF gets the win on a roll-up, but but this was a very competitive match, and MJF had to escape. Four stars flat. Yeah, I, would, I can say I can see that. This so you're uh, gonna say 
AEW Lance Archer hurt by losing? <laughs> no, Lance Archer's not the guy I was thinking of. And I think this and what the Tyson the Tyson gift right out the gate I thought was great. Uh, the trip slam right out the box uh, I thought was great. And I love some of the the stuff towards the end of the match where you got the spine you got the DDT from Cody and the spine bumps from Lance. I could, I could never I could never see a I could I could live without seeing another manager throw out spot again. I could live I, with I, that. I, I'm cool. I, yeah, I would have rather seen Jake the Snake and Arn kind of throw hands as opposed to them being thrown out. I'd rather them just throw hands and, and just, and just but brawl. But you can't do that with... But I, I get why. I get why you, you can't. Yeah, why you don't do that in this climate. <laughs> right. No, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. It, it would have... It in a normal situation, that's probably... It was an overworked mess. It was too much. I think the, uh, I just the, the... thought I just thought they tried to slow it down mm-hmm. in a match that needed a quicker pace. It didn't need methodical, and I think that's the route that that Jake the Snake and Double A kind of go with. And I think that's the route that Lance Archer kind of goes Cody. with. And Cody go yeah, Cody they 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 do go at a slower pace. It probably did need some speed. I, I can I can see that. Like if either guy faced the speed guy, I think it would have been a little bit better. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a terrible match. It told a pretty good story. But all the, Cody wins. I think Cody was a fine person to win the title first. I think Cody will be a fine champion and will, and will defend it pretty well. I had no doubt Cody was winning this match. Yeah, and Archer yeah, no, was nothing. Yes. Uh, let's see. We got Stat uh, Statlander beating Penelope Ford. Expected because I didn't, yeah. Penelope Ford sort of stinks, but she's okay. She's not in the level of Statlander, but she's okay. So I think in get Statlander is she sort of green, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Statlander seems of more adept to the wrestling world than uh, Penelope does. I didn't give them both six months; they'll both be so much better. Like if they if they ran this back in January of next year, I think they would yeah, be so yeah, much I could see that. But the problem with AEW is they don't get enough reps mm-hmm. because they don't have house shows. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. That's a problem with private party too. Mm-hmm. They they they're so good when they when when you see them. They they there's so much skill with those two. They probably could use the more AEW after dark stuff. It, it just, uh, yeah, just just more time, right? More time, more seasoning. Now to the person I was trying to refer to in Sean Spears, and no, Sean Spears is just a guy. Like, like he, he just, yeah, he, he just seems, Spears yeah, he, just he was, got. He, he he's the steam. definition of a jag. <laughs> it, this was no he's steam. The definition of a jag. I'll tell you which guy I think. If you keep beating him, I'll, I'll tell you later on. If you keep beating him and make him into a comedy figure, even though he's very okay. good at it. I think I know who you're going with, too. And it's in the Stampede match. Yeah, I know who you're going with, too. And he the fall in the Stampede match. Yep, yeah. Exactly the guy I was thinking of that, that I think he's a star. If, if you do it he right. Yeah, star written all over him. Yep. Well, right, we're thinking the same guy, but we'll get to him after this. We'll the get to match. him. But John's John yeah, like, just a guy. This is this is no yeah. There's no steam 
like after he hit Cody with a chair, I'm thinking, okay, he's gonna be hot. He's gonna be a hot deal in AEW. There's just no steam. There's just nothing there. Obviously, Sean Spears is just a guy. Yeah. He didn't show anything when he. He didn't take anything from that opportunity. It looked like he certainly was going to be, if not MJF level of heel, at least the second guy. Or the second or third guy, because obviously Jericho's amazing. But uh, it, it, he heel. Yeah. That's it. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah, exactly. So basically, Dustin literally beat him to the point where he literally beat the clothes off of him. And, and then beat him in, 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 about five and a half, in about five minutes. Actually, not even that. It beat him in like three minutes. <laughs> and then AEW Women's title, best women's match this year. This was good. Oh, th- mm, Charlotte Ripley was good, but th- yeah, this this probably does beat it. Yeah, this probably does beat it. This was really entertaining uh, from start to finish. This was better than Becky Shayna. I agree there. I can agree. I, I thought Charlotte. Well, Charlotte Ripley's better than Becky Shayna. Charlotte. Charlotte. Be- Charlotte Ripley. This was better than Charlotte Ripley. Yeah, Charlotte Ripley was was the was the best women's match up until this point. Slightly better, even though I like Bianca and Ripley probably just as much as Shayna, uh, Shayna Beckley, Becky. But, uh, but yeah, no, this was a very, this was really good. This was really, really good from start to finish. And it's had the, the, the drama of no DQ match. Uh, it, this was, or no count out match, I guess. No disqualification, no count out. Basically a street fight, uh, for the, and for the women's title. Oh, four stars here. Yeah, this, this is highly entertaining. War. They used, they use they the environment really well. Shit out of each other. <laughs> they use, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They use the environment really well. They use weaponry really well. I thought after the power bomb, it was over. I, I was, I was absolutely for sure thinking, not, not let's destroy everyone with that beast bomb. And I'm thinking, okay, it's a wrap. She, she got it a lot. She had kicked out. I was like, whoa. I think it shook. Every, like, it, it shocked me. It shook Nylee. He, absolutely. It, it was stunning that she kicked out, and then. She didn't. She didn't win with the shining wizard. She won with the, with the cane. That cane shot to the head. It, it looked like she won it from that point. Like Nyla, Nyla was out after that cane shot. But uh, yeah, this this really entertaining from start to finish. This I, I really did enjoy this match. John Moxley defeats Brody Lee. This was fucking entertaining. This was incredibly entertaining as well, from start to finish. This was also really really good. Uh, yeah, Brody loses nothing either. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, well, Brody's steam is still on the same level to me. Um, obviously, he'll drop in their rankings. I think he dropped a third, at, and they the protected Brody Lee too. They did. He took three paradigm shifts, one of them through the stage, one of them through the stage. And this was the best match on the show, by the way. And and then it took basically Moxley had the rear neck and choke him, choke him out. He couldn't hit Moxley couldn't hit him. He basically put him to sleep with a rear and choke. And that's how Moxley kept the title. But this was really entertaining. And yeah, absolutely right. They absolutely protected Brody Lee. Uh yeah, I, I could just, I could agree. I had more fun with the stadium stampede, but this was the best pure match of the evening. And now let's get to the stadium stampede. There's so many things to unpack. <laughs> there are so many things to unpack with this match. First off, I think we First should... First off, it's not really a match. It's a wrestling segment. Pretty much, yeah. That just happens to be but, reason. But it's an entertaining-ass segment. It really was. It certainly was. I think we should both get it out of the way to, since we both teased it. Sammy Guevara is absolutely a star to me. 
And yeah, I think Sammy. Sammy. And I think should be like. I, I, I think so. he's he's perfect in the role of the pin eater of the inner circle, but mm-hmm. don't do it too much. Have him get some pins as well as delivery. Yes, it shouldn't it, like whenever he teams with there, Jericho, there, there should be a delicate balance. Right. <laughs> like I don't mind him taking the one winged angel here. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, really. That one way, Angel. Ooh, ooh, that 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 landed. I didn't think it was that high up. That had to be like 20, 30 feet up. You seen the other angle? Yeah, I did. Being elite. Oh, okay. I didn't see being. I saw like, the camera angles they showed like live and then the replays. I didn't see the being elite one, but I'm, I'm I'll look at. I'll probably look into that one. But ooh. That that was ugly. That was ugly, ugly. There's so much to unpack with this. First Hangman Page showing up late, and then they started 504, and he shows up via horse, which, of course, Hangman Page does that. That makes a lot of sense. We got the Jags mascot getting the Judas effect from Jericho, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, we got Hangman Page, of course, he went to a bar, because Hangman Page. And the stuff he did with Kenny in the bar, uh, with, with Jake Hager, I thought that was all funny. We got almost got the golf cart remix. With Matt Hardy and Kenny, uh, almost running down I Sammy concer- again. I was a little concerned with the Hangman horse thing because I thought we were going to go into like the WWE Cena mm-hmm. sort of bullshit, mm-hmm. but it actually paid off with Hangman going into getting a drink. Yeah, and, like, like <laughs> it was fucking. And then, which I thought was the funniest part of the match. Other than Jericho uh, giving the juice effect to the Jags mascot, the matter of fact stuff in the in the pool of reincarnation, I I laughed hysterically. Uh, that stuff did not age well once I rewatched it again. Okay. That was that was hysterical to me. Like, the kind of went like old school Hardys and then the Mattitude stuff. And, it, like, it compromises the universe. Um. All the other shit doesn't compromise the universe while the pool of reincarnation does. And that's why it doesn't age as well as the all okay. the other shit. I popped for it at the time. Yes. I think everyone did. I, I think everyone popped for it. Because they were like, A, the, the, the obviously copyright infringements that you escaped by doing the matter of fact as opposed to the attitude. Even though he did all the gestures and whatnot, and the Hardy thing, and, and, and how well, granted, Matt Hardy's kind of done this whole Lincoln reincarnation thing wherever he's gone, so that, that's perfectly fine. But uh, but it, it's it, it's it was funny. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. So like it's <laughs> all in all very entertaining. You're right. I think it's calling it a segment's probably very appropriate because nobody really lost anything in the process of this. Uh, but yeah, Sammy, Sammy Guevara is a star, and I think he needs to be treated as such. This, but this was actually legitimately funny. Yes. With actual, legit, some serious wrestling. We got cool brawling, incredible spots, and moments that were legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. Unlike WWE... We don't understand the concept of doing good comedies nine nine seven out of ten. They do miss the boat on some comedy stuff, yes. 
Not in dark truth stuff. They do Mr. Bone on a lot of comedy things. They seem to nail it with him with his comedy stuff, but they don't seem to nail it with a whole lot of other people, which which dis- which disappoints me. So I just jump into Dynamite and NXT, or how do you want to handle this? Uh. You cover NXT. Okay. So NXT this past week, as they're getting close to takeover in your house. NXT happened last night. It started with a triple threat match to determine the A block winner of um, A block winner of the Cruiserweights uh, situate Cruiserweight Championship, interim Cruiserweight Championship, if you will, because obviously the uh, the title is still held by uh, Jordan Devlin overseas. He just obviously can't get over here. The show started with Jake, Drake Maverick, Kushida, and Jake Atlas triple threat match. And the winner faces Phantasma on Wednesday. A solid match to open it. Obviously still playing off the story of Drake Maverick's uh, video after he getting released. And then Maverick basically becomes the whole Wolf of Wall Street situation. Wolf of Wall Street kind of character. He's, he's kind of building for himself. But I'm not leaving. Wolf of Wall Street was a really good movie, by the way. But, yes. uh, but it's but yeah, Drake Maverick and this finish was really bot. The match itself was fine, but the finish was really, really bad. So Kushida does the does the armbar, does the cross armbreaker, armbar off the top rope. Uh, he's about to make Jake Atlas tap out. Maverick swoops in to get the pin, and Maverick gets the pin. Easy peasy, right? Not so much. Turns out, looking at another camera angle, as they showed it after the break, Atlas tapped out before Maverick got the pin. So really, Kushida should have won, but the referee gave the decision to Maverick, and it'll be Maverick versus Phantasma next week. Maverick already declares it when, if and when he wins, he wants Kushida to be the first opponent, which would be 100% fair because Kushida really should have won. You got uh, Johnny Gargano had kind of a kind of a squash match. Counted my laundry and accidentally put on before realizing it was probably here. Gargano yeah. had a squash match, one relative relative ease, but it just really wasn't even about the match. This is really about a promo that he and his wife Candice LeRae were cutting, were cutting against Keith Lee and his actual girlfriend Mia Yim. Uh, this actually this turned out to be a very hilarious promo as Yim and Lee kind of mock the dinners that the Garganos have, and with uh, with pizza and Tegan Knox absolutely destroyed on the way to the house. This was totally hilarious. Uh, it's leading to several matches between the four. The women will fight this week on NXT. The men will fight to take over in your house for Keith Lee's North American Championship. But it's just pretty much a long promo. Uh, we got um, Gonzalez fighting uh, Chelsea Blackheart. And with a little bit of chicanery, Tegan Knox tried to help out Blackheart. Candice LeRae came to try to run interference. And then we got Dakota Kai making the save for Gonzalez. Gonzalez uh, for the finish to, uh, to finish the deal. And get the pin on beating Chelsea Blackheart. So that's kind of how that happened there. Pretty solid stuff there. The other another turn of, another turn of events that happened right after that was Adam Cole with his uh, his promo uh, with William Regal, kind of a summit to kind of hash some things out and make some make a deal. So Cole agreed to fight Velveteen Dream and take over in your house for the title. However, Velveteen, if he loses. Can never challenge Adam Cole again for the NXT Championship. So that's the deal they said. Is Adam Cole is within hour, within a couple of days, he'll actually get to one year as NXT Champion uh, on Sunday. 
June 1st last year is when he won the title. He'll get there on Sunday, uh, June, uh, June 1st, 2020, which will give him a full year as NXT champion. So Adam Cole's had an excellent run and is, is, will be champion for a year at least. Ciampa had a squash opponent handle business, and then we got a Caden Cross uh, promo a little bit after that. And then finally, the, the cage fight that uh, Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle had with Kurt Angle as the ref. Thatcher actually lost some teeth during the match. It legitimately fell out of, out of his mouth there. It, it, was, it was kind of a gruesome situation. This match could only be won by submission or tap out because Riddle won in kind of a fluky way, according to Thatcher. Ultimately, Thatcher put Riddle to sleep at the very end to win the match by submission. So TakeOver is pretty set up. Uh, it's basically set up TakeOver in your house. Raquel Gonzalez is, is the woman's name, by the way, who be Shotzi Blackheart. <clears throat> yeah, so TakeOver in your house is pretty set up. Oh, also this one match I, I did not mention. I didn't mention the uh, women's tag, uh, Charlotte Flair and Chelsea Green. Uh, defeated Rhea Ripley and El Shirai. It was a pretty productive tag match. Uh, Chelsea Green actually looked pretty pretty solid. Charlotte did her part, did her thing. Rhea and El had a little bit of miscommunication, which led to Charlotte kind of stealing a win against Eo. So, takeover in your house is pretty set. We've got, for the tag titles, we've got Odie Lorcan and Danny Burch versus Imperium, Stevie Nightmare and Marcel Bartel. They cut, both teams cut good promos this week. We got Damian Priest versus Finn Balor. We're going to have, for North American Championship, as I mentioned earlier, Keith Lee versus uh, Johnny Gargano. We're going to have the Triple Threat Women's Title Match between uh, Charlotte EO and Rhea Ripley. Caden uh, Cross versus Tommaso Ciampa. And your main event is going to be Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. That's you look at NXT. And that's going to be the first one at full sales and take over the end. Yes. Yes, it is. And How about that? Full sale fans. <laughs> How about that? No, we full can, yeah, sale. We, get, we can't even count TakeOver Tampa Bay because they, they, they pre-taped everything. So we can't even count TakeOver Tampa Bay. That's one. And even then, it happened at the, at the PC. So Dynamite. <laughs> Oh, am I supposed to do this? I, I thought that's where we were, we were going with this. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I mean, we can we can try to run through it to, together. Yeah, here. we ran the. <clears throat> so we got. They sort of did an opening segment, um, opening run through of the uh, the uh, show. They recapped the, the double or nothing. What transpired? Um, they had some boxes with the shirts. Um. And they have more than a few boxes. And they said that they are the Stadium Stampede champions. The Inner Circle. Mm. And. You know how the Inner Circle are. Yep. Jared brings up the pep rally tonight. As well as the interview that Tony. Is going to have with the new TNT champion. Cody Rhodes. Um. Basically laying out the show, Matt speaks with the Young Bucks and Kenny and Paige. Matt tries to cut the promo. Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega follows, tries to finish a statement. 
Matt tries to put for a different version now. Matt comes back as Matt Hardy version one. Matt leaves. And we come back to Cruiserweight Matt Hardy, who wants to do some flips <laughs> for, for match one. Young Bucks and Matt Hardy for the private party and Joey Janela. Good match here. Yes. Good match. Um, um, Ultimately, it was Hardy and the Bucks of Youth getting it done. Uh, a, a lot of good stuff by all six all six people involved here. Uh, so it, it's a really quality way to start the show. Obviously. Yes. Really, but that was that was only part of the story, because we got the return, we got the debut of FTR. Yes, the Butcher and the Blade attack. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called FTR. Um, um, they pull up in a truck. They stare down the. They attack the Butcher and the Blade, and they go straight at the Young Bucks. Um, they hit them with right. Pile driver, they hit their moves, the shatter machine, blah blah blah. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood basically making themselves their presence felt in the tag team division. Uh, and they, they were, it seemed like there's it's only a matter of time before they fight uh, SCU as they kind of called them out on Twitter. Like they, they kind of sort of like call, respectfully called them out, like we want to battle you guys, and I think that would be a dope match. So, Brian Cage nice. and Lee looking John. nice. Uh, Cage hits a drill call. Lee Johnson dies in 107. <laughs> uh, this, this is so far a good start to the idea that I came up with after the, uh, Brian Cage's match, the ladder match. Start building him up and laying waste to everybody in front of him. Had Taz talk for him, even though Brian Cage can talk. Had Taz do a lot of the talking and, and just keep building him up to be a monster. It's a, it's a, per, it's a perfect. Baker's going to return that all out. Baker's, Baker's promo was great. Again, keep Britt Baker in front of her microphone. She is outstanding in said role. As role model. <laughs> the back of her wheelchair says role model. It absolutely did. I'm sorry. R O L L model. Yes, that is that was good. That was that was quality. And then the, the all the all the pictures of all the people involved that she she blames for her injury. Jericho tells the Pat to shut it ass. <laughs> that was funny. Yep. Um, Jesse James versus Hikaru Shida. Good little match here. Shida grabs the Falcon Arrow for the three. Um, good little match to get Sheeta some shine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cody, for... Cody cut a promo. Cut Cody's out. promo's pretty good, and it's just an open challenge. Say so he's yep. gonna he's gonna basically treat it like Cena did the U.S. Championship, which all right, perfectly cool. Um, Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc defeat SCU. A little bit of surprise there, considering SCU is, uh, has been such a, a team for a while. But it's a, a little bit of a surprise, but I like it. I like it. Establishing more teams. Um, Battle Royal. Um, Jungle Boy wins the Battle Royal. Now, this is going to be a good match. 
we we, were, we just talked about this uh, not too long ago with with, uh, with Jungle Boy facing some of the top tier guys, and I think Cody will make him look outstanding in the in this ma- upcoming match they're going to have at one on one. Looking forward to seeing. That. And then the Inner Circle Pep Rally, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Inner Circle doing Inner Circle things, and obviously culminating with Mike Tyson and his crew coming out. To, uh, to have a word with Jericho. Yep. Uh, um, Sammy got a trophy of Jer- got Jericho a trophy saying says King of Dad Jokes. <laughs> Jake Hager read some poetry. Got participation trophies. Jericho also got a photo of Mark Anthony. Nice. Um, Jericho got Sammy a scooter of hit, called the Hit Me Up Mobile. After the after the devastating one big angel he took at the at the end of the uh, Stadium Series uh, segment or match, yeah, that seems about right. And then things picked up when Mike Tyson showed up. Now Jericho and Tyson have obviously had a little bit of history uh, back in 2010, back when Jericho's show was a thing. And they were coming after DX, and they were fighting DX for the tag for the tag titles. Uh, there was a there was a raw where Jericho and Tyson were the last people in where, the ring. When Mike Tyson was a host. Yep, and when Tyson was a host, and Jericho and Tyson were the last people in the ring, and Tyson delivered that night quote. Of course, Jericho. Jericho clearly does not forget or forgive such a thing, and clearly he wants heat with Tyson. So, they basically kind of parrot, they kind of re- revisited the Tyson and Austin thing. If you remember from 1998, where Tyson and Austin shove each other and it, it turns into a full-scale war, and WWE doesn't look back when it comes to WCW. And they, they kind of went this route here with Jericho and Tyson having a full-scale shoving match and brawl uh, before things got heated. They, they didn't really do too much, but things got heated between them and took the whole locker room to separate them. So this, this was done. It seemed like this was kind of a... Revisiting of that homage, uh, an homage of that. Yeah, we can we can go with that. An homage of that. Uh, as, as the two legends in their respective fields came to almost came to blows. This screams something happening at all out between the two of them. That's this. That's what this screams to me. And I think probably gonna get robot FTR versus the box. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they're probably building up FTR versus Bucks. Um, I think it's too early for for FTR to have the titles, so I, I can see them um, battling it all out. I th- I think they will go Mox and Cage for the for the main title. No, Mox and Cage is gonna have in that believe Fighter Fest. Oh, that's right. There is Fighter Fest before then. That's right. Fighter Fest is before uh, before all out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. They can do it. They can do it there. That's fine. Yeah. That's right. They, they can do it there. I totally skip right over Fighter Fest. That's, that's, that's their next pay per view. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they can totally do that there. Still, build them up to be in a And the ratings are were up significantly this week. AW beating uh, NXT by, uh, I think, 110,000 um, viewers. I think they beat them That's not really viewers. where the ratings mattered. Um, Dynamite finished fourth in cable. With a point three two rating in the uh, eighteen to forty nine, while NXT finished. Um, um, where did NXT? Finish? 
finish, point one nine, um, in twenty fourth, in the demo. The demo Same numbers point. really matter. AW continuing to dominate in terms of the. I don't think they have they really lost one yet. Since they, since they, they lost jumped. one week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AEW's basically dominated the ratings wars uh, since the AEW won every demo except for fifty plus doubling on NXT in the eighteen to thirty four demo and almost tripling them in twelve to thirty four. The best demo for Dynamite was men eighteen to forty nine, where the show was second in cable with a point four zero rating mm. compared to NXT's point two three, and and the uh, females twelve to thirty four. NXT was point oh four. Okay. In the uh, twelve to thirty-four female demographic. So it's a so it, so point three two rating was the highest since the coronavirus pandemic began. Mm. Obviously, picking up. Continuing to keep the momentum from the double or, from the double or nothing show, so yeah. that's that's a that's a good uh, good work on AEW's part. Yes. So that, that's really looking at um both where both shows stand right now. So it, it's just, it's some positives to take away from both uh. From both parts of the Wednesday Night War, AEW clearly has a lot of momentum uh, from the Stadium Stampede and from the Tyson stuff, uh, and they're clearly building that up. Moxley's holding it down with the, with the championship; he's doing a pretty good job with it. So, and obviously, FTR's debut is very solid. Meanwhile, NXT, you have still we have some Charlotte things which aren't too bad. The Keith Lee, honestly, to me, the best thing right now in NXT probably is the Keith Lee. Keith Lee, Mia Yim, and then the Gargano family uh, situation that's going on right now, which I think is fine. Personally, I think the best thing WWE's got going is Seth Rollins on Raw and Seth Rollins and his crew. Which I, I find that that's Rollins and his crew are, are just really putting it down and, and putting in work right now. But I think that's the best thing WWE's got going on is, is Rollins and his Messiah stuff. So, but so far, it's good stuff. It, so far, things are. Um, things are at least picking up as fans are, and people are starting to come back to buildings, which is good. It's, it's good stuff there. Anything else you want to cover? No, not really. Um, all um, right, yep. I guess I'll do my plug here on twitter.com slash beastmike. Is uh, where you can find me. I've been constantly on the Twitter. So I'm on Twitter actually right now looking up stuff. Apparently, somebody had a video of Dante Wilder knocking somebody out in a minute 37, but in a minute 37, which uh, that, that makes me. This is the night pool involved. Actually, two minutes and 17 seconds, which uh, that's some good stuff there. Somebody going to sleep. That's that's always quality. Uh, Wilder's gonna fall back and not fight. Be the next one to fight Tyson Fury. Apparently, Anthony Joshua is gonna get a shot at Fury, which I'm, I'm all for. Uh, but yes, uh, Twitter.com says Beast Mike. I'm very happy the NHL's on its way back. And it seems like the NBA is coming with it. Baseball, give it the, give the program, boys. Uh, but the NBA, the NHL is coming back, definitely. And the NBA looks like it's pretty close to coming back, so I'm okay with that, too. 
So hopefully everyone can come back and then we can get some sports back in the building. The Tiger, the golf stuff was was good, and then uh, that yeah, that golf was pretty solid. That was really good. Yeah, that that was really good. Last Dance was a hit. Last Dance was a classic. If you haven't seen Last Dance, I advise you to do so. It was incredible television for five weeks, and the Lance Armstrong thing wasn't too bad. Uh, if you didn't see that, you should. So. For that contest piece, Mike, obviously we'll be reacting to all these things and more. I like that the uh, Premier League's coming back in, in three in two weeks. June 17th, Premier League's coming back. So I'm I'm good with that too. So we're getting we're starting to get some stuff back, which is good, which is good. Yeah. Twitter.com slash DJD Kooks. Um nothing much in the pipe hole. Um I'm gonna be recording with Steven Blyler coming up. Um. Uh, on sa- Saturday, um, we're gonna record our series, watching matches and stuff like that, which is always fun to do that with my cousin Steven. Okay. Um, and those shows are always fun, you know. Always good to wa- rewatch some matches. Um, and yeah. Nothing else in the pipe hole. I'm going to keep that series going for a little bit. All right. But, yeah, Jeremy told us to just keep it low-key for a little while because because we're not really that enfranchised with wrestling, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. It's a a slower time right now. Slower. We're, we're, We're not voices of wrestling, for God's sake. We don't have to cover everything. For Beach Mike, this is DJD Kooks saying so long. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.